Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get in the Word of God, talk about it. There's a lot of good stuff we're going to talk about today. We're in the book of Philippians. I'm so glad you're joining us. I'm actually coming to you from Southern California this morning, and to those who are out here and regularly join us live, my hat's off to you because it's uh, early in the morning out here, but it feels good to get up and get a good start on the day, doesn't it? There's no better way to get a good start in the day to get up early, get in the Word of God, pray over some, pray over a verse, say, God, make this real in my life today, let me make progress in my life today, and then get on with your day. That's why we come here in the morning each day. You can join us anytime if you're new, a special welcome. You can join us anytime, day or night, at your convenience, or even listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform, but I'm glad for those of you who are here. Here, let's get into our scripture. We're in the book of Philippians chapter 4. We've been looking at this for the last several weeks going through Philippians, and we're kind of getting to um, some concluding remarks here, and he's going to bring this book to a conclusion. Let's jump right into it. We're Philippians 4, beginning with verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I'll say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I like how he starts off by saying rejoice, And I was thinking to myself, well, we don't need to talk about this because we talked about it a week or so ago, rejoicing and and how to be rejoicing always. And so we don't need to repeat ourselves. And yet Paul's repeating himself. He says, I said it before, I'll say it again. Rejoice in the Lord. He's repeating himself because it's worthwhile. Let me tell you, something worth doing is worth repeating. Something worth saying is worth repeating. So we're not going to spend the whole day on it or the whole morning on it here, but I want to remind you, rejoice in the Lord. Are you still rejoicing? Are you finding reasons to be giving thanks to God and being rejoicing in the Lord? I hope so. It's the difference between walking around with a a victorious spirit, a a spirit of of, uh, an attractive spirit, a spirit that overcomes the world and walking around under a cloud, dark cloud of despair and discouragement and just like heavy weight is learning how to rejoice in the Lord. So we talked about that a week or two ago. If you need more, if you want to review that, go back. You can find on my YouTube page just live videos under the live section. Go back and you'll see it's from a week or two ago. You can find that and it's worth repeating. It's worth reminding yourself if there's a problem. But anyway, let's get back to the other thing that I do want to talk about. And that is peace. Look at what the Lord says here. Look what Paul says here. Isn't this something at the end? The peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I want that. I'll bet you want it too. The Bible says that the wicked, their spirits like the roaring sea, like the waves, you know, it's just constantly roaring and unsettled. God wants you and I to have a settled spirit and such a spirit that that it passes it surpasses comprehension. It's it's unexplainable. It's something that can be experienced 
that would baffle like some psychologists. Well, how can they have such peace? It, it's unexplainable, but it's real and it's experienced. Why? Because it's the peace of God. And notice it guards your heart and your mind. It guards your thoughts and your emotions. Sometimes anxiety upsets our stomach, our gut. Sometimes anxiety upsets our emotions. And, and this, the peace of God can give us peace in our heart, in our innermost being, deep inside of us. And it can give us peace in our mind, the thoughts that torment us. Maybe you wake up at night with these tormenting thoughts or you these fears that can overcome you, this anxiety, what if this, what if that? The peace of God has the capacity to guard you from those things, night terrors, an anxious gut, your mind, and your heart. So let me show you a couple of verses about this. It's so important that we understand something here. Jesus said this, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. John 14, verse 27. Look what he says in John 16, verse 33. These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage, I have overcome the world. Two things that you notice here that, that I think are really important. He's talking, he's comparing his peace with the peace that the world gives. There is a peace that the world gives, and what's that? It's based on our circumstances. The peace of the world is, is if things are going well, then you, you're going well. If there's peace around you, you're fine. But the, the world doesn't give ultimate peace, does it? And lots of times in the, in the world, I mean, parts of the world right now are in war. In, in the business world, sometimes the competition's like war. You might be having circumstances in your life, in your health, in your money. There might be some people it seems like you're at war with they, that you know, the relationship is damaged and, and it's like the, the, the circumstances aren't giving you peace. The circumstances would be robbing you of peace and, and giving you reason to be anxious and worried about the future. Uh, look in our country. Look at things that are happening in our world. I mean, personally, I do think, I, I personally think that this year we're going to see some, some scary circumstances. But even in the midst of that, I think that we can have peace. Even in the midst of that, I believe we can have peace, and God wants us to have his peace. So notice what Jesus says. He says, my peace I leave with you. Not as the, not as the world gives you, do I give. Don't let your heart be troubled. It's his peace. Here are these things I've spoken to so, so that in me you may have peace. In the world, you have tribulation, but in me, take courage, I have overcome the world. And so there's a distinction, a difference between the peace of God and the peace of the world. The peace of God and our own personal peace. The peace of God overcomes circumstances. The peace of God is, is not based on circumstances. It's something within that God gives us that guards our heart that guards our mind, and that is incomprehensible. So how do you get it? 
What's the key to finding this peace from God, That this peace that is in Jesus? I think Paul gives us a very, very important thing here, and it's this. To receive, the key to receiving God's peace is prayer with thanksgiving. Prayer with thanksgiving. Back to our verse today, we see that be anxious for nothing, all right, and make a list of the things that would make you anxious. Write them down. It's a, it's a good thing to do. Lord, this is what I'm anxious about. This is what I'm worried about. Write down the things that are worrying you. And in, so in, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the key is, if you're tempted to be anxious about it, fearful about it, then pray about it. If you're anxious about it, pray about it. But pray with thanksgiving. I've shared the story here before, but... This bears worth, this is worth repeating too. I remember a time in my life I was very anxious about our finances. Didn't know how we were going to make it, how we were going to pay the rent. And even, if I'm not mistaken, this was early in our marriage. We didn't have much money. And I might have even been concerned about the, you know, what we're going to eat. I can't remember exactly, but I was worried. I was nervous. Here I was a young husband. There's a weight on my shoulders. My finances trying to figure them out. And I was walking, and I was praying and praying, and I was quoting this verse, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, to guard your hearts and your minds, Christ Jesus. And it wasn't guarding mine. I kept being anxious and worried, and I kept praying and giving supplication, being anxious and worried, and I was, Lord, why are you not giving me peace? And I remember I said, I'm going to show, Lord, I'm going to show you right in the Bible the promise. I'm going to open it up and read it to you because this is what you promised, and it's not working for me right now. And I read it, be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication. Oh, and when I read the verse for myself, I realized I'd left out two words, with thanksgiving. I left those words out. I was praying, I was supplicating, but I wasn't giving thanks. And consequently, the peace of God was not guarding my heart and my mind. And I realized, okay, Lord, I will give thanks. Thank you for this situation. Thank you you're going to come through. Thank you you're greater than our, my circumstance. Thank you you're greater than my problem. Thank you you're greater than my poverty. Thank you you're greater. I give you thanks. And you know what? God gave me peace. Now, to this day, that was probably 46 years ago. To this day, I don't know how we made it. I don't know where money came from. But here I am. I'm alive. I, I didn't starve. My family didn't starve. We made it. God came through for us. But more important than that was he came th- that, that I learned the importance of giving thanks. Folks, I pray the peace of God will guard your heart and mind. I pray that you will live your life no matter what's going, no matter what tumult is going on, no matter what the raging sea is around us, no matter what's going on in our culture, our politics, our government, your money, your health, whatever, that God will give you supernatural peace. And it comes through prayer, supplication with thanksgiving. Shall we pray about it? Let's do. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you so much that you're a God who answers prayer. We thank you that you're a God who cares about us. We thank you. You notice us. You see us. You're aware of our circumstance. We give you thanks with all of our heart today. Thank you that we're not alone. Thank you that we live in a fallen world. We live in a world of sin. We live in a world where we've sinned, and yet still we're not alone. We have God Almighty looking out for us. We thank you that you are for us. 
Today, Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who has overcome the world. I pray for each one of us that we would know the peace of God, not just the peace like the world experiences, not just when everything goes well, but we would know your peace and freedom from anxiety, worry, fear, just being bothered in our spirit. We know the peace of God no matter what is going on around us. We do pray for our circumstances. We do pray for people. We do pray for our country. We ask that in all these things, Lord, your will would be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth. We pray for loved ones who are far away from you. We pray, Lord, for our churches, our families, our country. We ask for these things, but our hope and our peace is in you. And we pray and bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. I'm reminded of the serenity prayer, which we like to pray here. Father, give me serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That that also is a that type prayer of peace. Amen. Hey, so glad to have you along. A special welcome to any who are new here today. I hope you will join us regularly, fit it into your schedule. Don't, don't just kind of come when you feel like it. Don't just get into the Word of God spontaneously. But make, make it in your part of your habit, as part of your schedule. That's when you see consistent growth is when you make God's word and prioritize it in your schedule. So glad to have you along. I hope if you're new, subscribe to our channel, like the video on your way out, share with your friends, leave a comment in the comment section below, introduce yourself. I always like to know who's here. God bless you. I love you. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.